0: Football World, what's up? I'm Jerry Azuma, along with Sam Brief, and thank you for joining us on the To The Points podcast, where we'll break down primetime NFL matchups and give you some bets that we like. Sam, how you doing?
1: I'm great, because we're recording this around 9 a.m. on Sunday morning, and I haven't watched the Bears yet, (laughs) so when you check with me around 4 o'clock, I don't know if I'll be great, but right now, I feel good.
0: Fantastic. And I know you're about to go to Soldier
1: uh, Field and kiss some babies, sign some autographs, and do a bunch of Jerry Azuma things, so I'm glad to strap you down here, and let's get some insight on things non-Chicago Bears, and let's go to the primetime matchups. We know Taylor Swift is in the house, and also Aaron Rodgers (laughs) will be in the house watching as the Jets take on the Chiefs for Patrick Mahomes' first ever start at MetLife
0: Stadium. Let's hear it. Currently, the Chiefs are favored by nine and a half points, and the total for this game is at 42 and a half. Now, the Chiefs, they're rolling on offense with Patrick Mahomes. He's looking like the best quarterback right now in the game. And last week, they totally dismantled the Chicago Bears defense in the first half and put that game away early. So they're going to try to look to repeat that performance against the Jets. But the Jets, defensively, they have some ballers over there. Now, Kelsey, Kelsey's the number one weapon and playmaker for the Chiefs. You know, he'll get multiple targets. Multiple targets will be coming his way. What the Chiefs actually do very well is they put Kelsey on the move pre-snap, and um, they're able to get him to his spots without disruption. So look for more of that stuff. Kelsey is actually really good um, in the open field. His football IQ is extremely high, so he is definitely the guy over there. Like I said, the Jets defensively, they have ballers all over the place that match up actually pretty well. and the secondary, they lock it down. They have Sauce Gardner, and he is a stud, as we all know. Incredible size and length and athleticism, speed. He is like the uh, the elite-level corner that they want him to be. And DJ Reed and Michael Carter, they're going to challenge every ball that gets thrown in the air. So this trio is arguably one of the best in the NFL. So Mahomes has to watch out. Now, the Chiefs wide receiver room, it's a committee over there. You have Moore, you have Watson, you have MVS, you have Rice- Mahomes, he'll activate each and every one of them and try to get the ball to them as much as possible. Um, All of them are really solid at catching the ball, and they can all make plays down the football field. They also have uh, Pacheco. also. He's the featured back, and he looks very sharp. So if he gets into the mix, man, they have a lot of weapons over there that they can count on. Now, the number one thing with Mahomes is he's really great at extending plays. The last thing he really wants to do is run, but he will scramble. And when he scrambles, he just kind of runs straight towards the sideline to try to buy his wide receiver some time down the football field. And then last minute, if he sees a possibility to turn it up and get some extra yards, he will do that. So that makes him extremely dangerous, especially when he's scrambling for several yards. But um, the Jets offense, they've taken a blow at the helm. Leadership and playmaking ability has has basically vanished when Rodgers went down. So this team needs to figure out quickly who they want to be and how they're going to put points on the board. That's the most important thing because this this offense right now is not successful at that. Now, the defense, they've been doing everything in their power to keep the games close, but they have to find ways to put points on that board because if not, they will continue to lose close games. Now, Brees Hall and Delvin Cook, They've been limited on the ground in their efforts. And Zach Wilson, he has no continuity with his wide receivers. So they've been extremely underwhelming, to say the least. They've only converted 21% of their third down plays, which is absolutely bad. Um, It's going to be hard to win games if you can't sustain, sustain drives. So they have to basically figure that thing out. And also, they only have three offensive touchdowns this season. So, it's going to be hard to win with all those things against you.
1: I know you love some sauce, Gardner. Let's hear to <laughs> the <laughs> point. Zoom, take me through it.
0: So, defensively, the Jets match up well with Kansas City. They have to create takeovers. And especially on third down, they have to win that crucial down. That's what keeps those drives sustained and keeps them going. So, they have to figure out ways to link up third downs and get into the end zone. But this game is going to be extremely interesting. Uh, Wilson and Garrett Wilson. I tell you what. They have to have some type of connection. From quarterback to wide receiver. Garrett Wilson obviously is very explosive. So I think some short rhythm passes. Um, to him. Will get him the ball quickly. And then he can just go ahead and take off. Because he is exceptional. Once he catches the ball. And he gets down the football field. And also. Zach Wilson. He has to protect the ball better you know he's thrown four picks already and if he continues to do that then the jets have no chance at victory but in the end i know that this spread is really big but i like the jets overall defense i think they're going to play exceptionally well at home so i'm going to take the jets to cover the spread and put some change on kelsey over 71 and a half receiving yards and also garrett wilson i think that he's going to break out a little bit put him over 52 and a half receiving yards
1: what's incredible to me zoom is the over under for Zach Wilson, which is 170 yards, which feels comical for an NFL quarterback. I
0: kind of don't think he hits the over on a buck 70. What say you? <laughs> I think that he's going to hit the under, but I think that Garrett Wilson is going to hit the over with the 52-and-a-half receiving And yards. now the real
1: question is, what is Joe Namath going to say after the game? Did you hear what he said? It was <laughs> a pretty vicious quote from the best quarterback in Jets history. He said, quote, I don't believe in him. I don't believe he has a future as a good player, and I think they made the <laughs> wrong choice when they drafted him. That is about as honest and brutal as as it can get from Joe Namath. (laughs) All right, Zoom, let's turn the page. No more Joe Namath. It's time for Monday Night Football, and we've got the Giants and the Seahawks. Let's let it rip.
0: Currently, the spread has the Giants as a one-point dog. Now, the total for this game is at 47. The one thing that completely stands out with this matchup is total points. Total overall points is the thing. The Seahawks, they can score in bunches offensively, and they put up a lot of points on the board lately in these past three games. And as it stands, the Giants allow over 28 points a game. Geno Smith, he's played well. He's spread the ball around plenty to all his weapons. Lockett, Metcalf, those are his studs, and they'll see the most targets. But they have a lot of playmaking ability down the football field. So if they get the ball, they can take it to the house in any instance. Now they can really do damage and loosen up the the Giants' secondary, so I think that you'll see like a lot of deep digs, a lot of um, deep outcuts, an occasional shot down the middle of the football field. Another challenge for the G-men is to stop the run. In Seattle, they've been very effective on the ground. Kenneth Walker, he might be in line for a big rushing night, and Daniel Jones, he isn't really that good right now uh to go out there and especially like put games away. He's just not that guy. So in order for when to win this game, I think that they'll try to have to get him out of his comfort zone, push the ball down the field, and try to challenge these Hawks secondary. And Seattle in the past, they've given up large amounts of air yards. So I think that this will be an area where DJ will go out there and try to air the ball out a little bit more. And he needs to hit Waller. Waller is a playmaker Darius Slay, he obviously is a playmaker as well, so that'll loosen up the secondary and, and hopefully get them into a groove and hopefully Saquon Barkley can play because he is like the spade car for this team. If he's not healthy, then this team is just kind of in disarray, but when he's out there on the football field, he is a difference maker out there. Now, they can't afford to play sloppy at all, no interceptions, no drop balls and things like that. They have to be on point to try to win this game. And they have to stay disciplined. They have to stay focused because if not, it's going to be a long day, like I said. And Dable, he's going to have this team prepared to play. So they're they're going to have that drive and that motivation to go out there and try to win this game. That's for sure. Now, the offensive line, they have to be able to protect. And that's going to be critical in this game. They've used a lot of different combinations throughout every single week with their offensive line for the G-man. So hopefully they find one that works this week. And I'll tell you what, they have to because the Seahawks, they pride themselves on hitting the quarterback. They are going to bring extreme pressure to the quarterback's face. So this will be a nice little matchup to watch. And make sure you watch the injury report for the Seahawks. They're a little banged up at key positions, and the Giants also – if they don't have Saquon Barkley, it's going to be a very difficult day for them to try to win.
1: Zoom, now take me through some to the points. I'll
0: tell you what. I really like what Seattle's doing right now, especially with Geno Smith over the last couple of weeks. They found a nice little rhythm offensively, and they score a ton of points. They put a lot of points on the, ball, on the, on the board. Now, Jamal Adams, their uh, all-world safety, he's back, so he's going to give their secondary a boost. And the Seahawks are 5-0 and at MetLife Stadium including the Super Bowl win. I bet you didn't know that. Now, the Giants, they've lost seven straight on Monday Night Football. So they have, they have their work cut out for them. And Daniel Jones, he's not great at primetime matchups. So I like Seattle in this spot. I think that they are the better team, and I have them covering the spread on this one. And put some change on DK Metcalf, over 60 receiving yards and a touchdown.
1: All-time matchup between the Giants and the Seahawks. 10 wins for the Seahawks, 10 wins for the Giants. But the Seahawks have won five of the last six, and you and I both think it goes six of the last seven after Monday night. Zoom, the other interesting thing is you've got Sunday night football with the Jets hosting Mm -hmm. at MetLife. Monday night football, the Giants host at MetLife. How do you change green paint to blue paint in less than 24 hours?
0: I don't know, but they have this whole system where they're going to figure it out very quickly. It's, it's really kind of cool that, you know, they have a Sunday night game and a Monday night game at the same stadium. I just hope no one gets hurt. Okay, football world, this has been To The Points, and thank you for listening. Make sure to like and to subscribe and follow Jerry Azuma and Sam Brief on all social media platforms. Until next time.